Constellation. 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 Hello, and welcome to Soulful Wildflowers, a podcast where we explore topics and modalities to help raise your vibration, strengthen your internal guidance system, and your connection with self. I'm Carrie, a writer, emotional wellness coach, empath, and explorer of spirituality. My goal is to awaken the lightworker inside of you by discussing topics you may have previously thought out of reach. So welcome to Woo Woo 101, a down-to-earth approach to spirituality. As Dolly Parton once said, wildflowers don't care where they grow. So no matter where you are in your awakening, years in or just starting to explore, you're exactly where you need to be. We're so grateful you're here and can't wait to grow with you. Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Carrie Fox, and this is another episode of the Soulful Wildflowers podcast. I am super excited today. Um, I'm always excited for podcast episodes. Let's let's be honest. Um, to talk a little about a little bit about a multifaceted you. Apparently, I can't speak today, so this should be really fun. Um, and I'm just making sure that we are live here in the Facebook group. So if you haven't joined already, definitely join us in the Soulful Wildflowers Facebook group. Um, that way you can join me live on these episodes and ask any questions or just engage during the conversation. So I love hearing from you guys. Okay. So again, today we're going to talk about a multifaceted you. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because it's something that I'm just kind of having, um, a bit of an aha moment this week as, um, well, first off, so here on the East coast, the weather is gorgeous today. It's in like the mid 60s. The sun is shining. There's a cool breeze. I have the windows open in my house. So I'm just honestly like letting all the stagnant air and stagnant energy just move. And it feels so refreshing. And this is about the time when like I get the urge to purge and clean. <laughs> and really, it's, I don't know. I, I'm curious if anybody else feels that way. Like when the seasons change, do you get this like urge to just cleanse your space? And um, I even remember, this is funny, I remember growing up and I used to rearrange our like living room all the time. I don't know why I rearranged my bedroom, the living room, like different pieces of furniture. I would move them like the knickknacks on the shelves. I would relocate them. And I always found that so calming and so energizing. And now I realize, you know, I was a kid. I was, I was young when I did this. And now I realize like I was actually trying to like move and, and replace the energy that was in the house. So it's kind of funny when you, you start getting into these, um, different modalities and you recognize that you've actually been doing this all your life. So, and honestly, with this weather, my mood is, is like, uh, very joyous, very um, playful. And I think the weather, you know, like it's not too cold, it's not too hot. Like I'm just happy to be here. <laughs> and it makes me think, so we're, it's October obviously, and we're getting close to Halloween. So it makes me think about witches. And so what does this have to do with witches is that you know, if you look, if you've ever studied or looked into witches, there tend to be different types. 
um, maybe like archetypes is the best word for it. And I'm by no means an expert, but um, you have like a weather witch or uh, a kitchen witch, like there's different types. And for me, I would imagine if I was ever in a past life, and I'm sure I have been a witch, I would be a weather witch because the weather just sways my mood so easily. If it is cold and I can't be outside, I'm just, I'm a miserable person. So like seasonal depression is a very real thing for me. But right now, like fall and spring, when the weather is nice, I can be outside. When things are growing and moving, um, I'm just like lit up inside and, and very motivated. Hey, Jane, thanks for joining. So I um, see you here on my phone. You're also a love of this weather as well. Yes, it's just, I don't know. There's something energizing about it. And it motivates me to like move and keep going. So um, I so I jotted down some notes today that I wanted to talk about related to, you know, this multifaceted you. And that's a great example, right? This, this like weather witch where I'm, I'm very uh, easily swayed by the seasons and the moods. And that's what I wanted to talk about today is, is embracing this multifaceted, this feminine side of you and your emotions. Um, and so I usually kind of jot down some thoughts beforehand. And this very much, I feel, was a lot of um, channeling, right? Like, these, yes, these are my own thoughts. But for me personally, when I start writing and it just kind of like, pours out and there's no stopping. Like usually if, if it's just me, it's like start, stop, start, stop. Like there's a lot of thinking and processing and all this. But when I'm writing and it just pours out, I'm like, oh, that was channeled. And as soon as I said that, I looked at the clock and it was 1222, which is a random number, but that is my sign for my guides. Like when I see 1222, I see it on email timestamps. I see it. So I work in the IT space. I see it in like database stuff and all over the place, phone numbers, and obviously on my computer all the time. So um, that was just a little confirmation for me that I was on the right track. Um, and also, randomly, I have been seeing 1129. I've been seeing my birthday, month, and year very frequently lately, and I don't know what that means. So if anybody is tuning in and you are into numerology and you know what it means to see your birthday... Uh, month and year frequently, let me know because I'm very curious. I, I, obviously, I could Google, but I much prefer to uh, interact with you guys. So let me know if that's something you're you're into. So, okay, so we're going to talk about this multifaceted you. And, and the whole reason is as I'm stepping more fully into this more authentic version of myself, I am embracing the feminine side. And we've talked about this before on the podcast. Feminine and masculine is not like male versus female body parts. That's not what we mean at all. What we're talking about is this feminine flow state where um, you're very much swayed and you just kind of go with the flow. Think of the tides, right? In the ocean, they, they go out and they come in, they go out. It's this very a rhythmic life cycle. And that is something that um, I'm embracing right now, I feel. And so it's this more passionate version of myself, right? I am I'm recognizing that instead of just doing the things and um, kind of being on the hamster wheel of life, I'm feeling more driven and more excited and more, I want to get up and go. Like I, I have a list of things that I'm doing in the morning during 
my me time, um, as opposed to just drinking my coffee. Like, like instead of life feeling like a chore, I'm actually excited to be a part of it. And for a very long time, that wasn't the case. So uh, the reason I'm sharing this with you is because if you are going through your own personal awakening, if you are going through a season in your life where you very much feel that like you're just surviving, I want you to know that there's another side of this, that there is excitement to be found on the other side, that this passion can be yours too. So, you know, I used to kind of sit there and scroll through social media, and I still do, let's be honest. We all do. But scroll through social media and you see these women who are like traveling and holding retreats and they're doing all these amazing things. And I would sit there and just be so envious of them, right? And think, that's really cool to just like do what you want and live passionately and all of this. And I'm recognizing now like, hey, I'm I'm in my own way. I'm doing that too, right? I'm showing up on my podcast. I'm coaching clients. I'm I'm investing in myself, in my education, for my coaching. And I'm not just sitting idly on the sidelines of my life. I'm participating in it. And that's a really powerful place to be. I'm active in my own life. I'm taking my power back. I'm living my life of passion and purpose. And so again, you know, I, I would always caution growing up like so obviously I was considered a very sensitive person and generally it's because I, I cried a lot right especially when I was younger I would cry over like really insignificant things they seemed insignificant to others but for me it was more like a tipping point of me burying down all these experiences that I had and burying the different emotions that you know, I didn't let out at the time. I was like, oh, I can't be upset about this. I can't be excited about this. I can't, you know, draw attention to myself. I can't do all these things. So I, you shove it down, shove it down, shove it down. And then it would be something super insignificant, like, I don't know, being called last to be picked on a team of a game of dodgeball. And you're just like, oh, why? Nobody loves me. Like, <laughs> So it's this, it's this, it didn't make sense right to other people, but it made sense to me because it was all of this um, lack of expressing myself and my emotions that I felt. And it would just turn into this tsunami. Like once once that little insignificant moment happened that was actually significant because it it catapulted, it was a catalyst, right, for the tsunami of emotions to be let out and and kind of trying to feel everything at once and almost, you know, very exhausting. So now I am more inclined to embrace and truly feel whatever emotion it is that's coming up um, at the time that it's coming up. And to be very honest, it's jarring. It is not as easy as one would think when you've spent over 30 years of your life learning to stuff down everything that you felt when you're finally starting to allow yourself to feel, it's like, whoa, <laughs> what is this? Um, and it's exhausting too. It can actually, in my personal experience, yes, it's very exciting and, and there's a lot of joy and a lot of playfulness, but it can also feel exhausting. So it's this, almost this constant need to recalibrate your emotions, right? So you have this, this centered, grounded version of yourself and 
I think there's this weird, like, what am I trying to say? This weird uh, thought in, that is dying. I truly think that that is, um, we're realizing is not feasible where the most desired state for yourself is this very calm, serene, you know, I don't know, Buddha-like, Gandhi-like state where like you, you just sit and meditate all day. And for me, that is certainly not the case that yes, there are moments of me that that does happen where I can meditate and I can calm and I can process things, but um, that's not always the case, right? And I don't think that we should strive to constantly be in that state of peacefulness. I, I, or rather what I'm trying to say is I don't think that that is the, the state of peacefulness that we're aspiring to go, to be. What I think what we should be aspiring to be is peaceful within our own range of emotions. So women in particular, we're a, a cyclical creature, right? Right. Our hormones are naturally elevating and plummeting and, and cycling, right? Every month. And so one thing that I'm learning and something that I've always known is that right before my monthly cycle, I'm extremely sensitive. <laughs> like we're talking about like drop of a pin, um, explosion sensitive. And there's usually a 99.9% .9 chance that I will be crying the day before my cycle comes. Um, and it's interesting because I used to always think like, oh, that's so like, I don't know, that's so weird. But then I notice also on the opposite spectrum, on the opposite side of that is when I'm most playful and I'm most joyful and I'm most, um, kind of that inner child kid, like kid, like aspect of myself, I let out more freely. So again, it's this peacefulness that we're looking for. I think it's embracing the cyclical version of ourselves, the highs and the lows and allowing ourselves to experience moment by moment, whatever it is that we're feeling. And it can be difficult for our loved ones and those who are closest to us as well, as we're kind of embracing this more passionate side of ourselves. And I say passionate by, you know, not just like the joyful playfulness, but also like the sorrow and despair and, and those more uncomfortable emotions that we tend to push away. Um, I think that there's passion in those as well, right? We're, we're learning about ourselves more the more that we dive into these various emotions and various states of ourselves. But that can be difficult for our loved ones. You know, my husband, God bless him, but he's like, something's upsetting you. I can tell, like, I'm now to a point where I, not that I didn't before, but I more easily wear my emotions like on my face. Like it, there's no hiding them. They're just there for display for everybody. Um, I like it that way. Like, I want you to know how I'm feeling. Even if I can't articulate it, I notice now that my husband is sensitive enough to my cycles and my my ups and downs that I feel um, that he's like, oh, th this is a day where you need some extra space <laughs> or this is a day where, you know, you need um, a nap. Look, sometimes mama needs a nap. OK, <laughs> you know, and and I think we even though it can be difficult in those relationships to 
watch somebody change, I think it can be so empowering and strengthen your relationship if you can both change at the same time, right? Like if you can both grow and learn to almost balance each other, it, it becomes this beautiful dance, right? Where you're feeling something and then the person that you're with or that's close to you can respond in a way that is supportive and nurturing of how you're feeling in that moment and vice versa. You can do the same. And then you're also giving your, your partner or your loved one permission for them to express themselves more authentically and more fully. So it can be a beautiful exchange. Um, I'm losing myself here in my notes. So yeah, so we were talking a little bit about how um, this calibration, this um, this newly embraced version of yourself where you're embracing your emotions as they're coming, it can be a little bit exhausting and a little bit of jarring. But I think, honestly, it's just because it's not a way of living that we're used to. And the more that I step into this version of myself, the more that I embrace these emotions as they're coming, the more I'm recognizing how more uh, free and fulfilled I feel being able to um, live my life this way. And, you know, I think if you think about it, like, that's how we're supposed to live, right? Emotionally in the feminine, if you will, you know, think about individuals who move you, whether it's anger or sorrow or joy, you know, whether it's a song that completely takes you away from where you are or a book that engulfs you in its chapters and, and you're no longer in real life, you're, you're living the lives of somebody else. Anytime that you're so engrossed in, um, what you're consuming, it's because there's emotion beneath it. It's the emotion is transforming you. It's what you're feeling that allows that escape. So in those moments, you're not trying so hard. You're not trying to stuff it down. You're allowing, allowing yourself to actually feel instead of, you know, just pushing everything down below the surface where you're like numbing yourself. So now imagine if you're allowed to, to feel open all the time, to be present in everyday experiences, to allow your joy to be your compass, to guide you to do the next right thing. That would be pretty amazing. That would be pretty fantastic. We're all multifaceted creatures. We're not meant to be stagnant right? We're, we're not our bodies, not our minds, definitely not our souls and our emotions. We're meant to have highs and lows. We're not meant to be this flat line of nothingness. And I think it would be pretty boring, to be honest, <laughs> right? Think of those most treasured experiences that you've had, whether it's you know, like typical life stuff of, of getting married, your wedding, or, you know, the birth of a child, meeting your best friend for the first time, um, going to a concert and just being lost in the music, 
Think of all those most magical moments and it was because you allowed yourself to feel. You know, it would be pretty boring if we reincarnated as the same version of ourselves every time. So the idea that you reincarnate as somebody completely different than you are currently is pretty phenomenal. But if you reincarnated as the same version of yourself every time, it's basically like a Groundhog Day reincarnation, right? It's like you're living the same thing over and over again. And yes, you could probably integrate your life lessons, lessons that you've learned throughout your life more um, deeply. And you may be able to make better choices, right? Instead of um, ditching school and failing and having to, you know, I don't know, take a class over or um, making out with somebody you really wish you didn't. I don't know. Whatever it may be, you know, drinking and doing something stupid, like you'd have an opportunity to make a different choice. But you're also robbing yourself of a richer, more diverse experience. So, and we can also think about it this way, you know, not just through reincarnation, but showing up not showing up authentically as yourself, not allowing yourself, giving yourself permission to feel these emotions. Um, you're robbing yourself of the experience, right? You're robbing yourself of fully experiencing this one life that you were given. And now I know I just talked about reincarnation, but maybe this one life as the individual that you are currently in this body. So, Showing up authentically as you, I think gives you more confidence and more power. Um, I just pulled my headphones out. I was so excited. <laughs> and it gives you more confidence in your own skin. You're more comfortable to be who you are and speak your truth. So I wanted to share a um, experience that I recently had at work that I thought kind of um, articulated a little bit the importance of showing up more authentically as yourself. Because as, as I'm doing so, I'm also noticing that this, this side of myself is showing up at work as well. And again, this may seem like a very insignificant event, but the more I think about it, the more I realize that these really small moments this was all a two minute conversation that I had with somebody, um, but it held a lot of it. It held a lot of significance for me. I was definitely somebody who didn't want to speak up, who didn't want to draw attention to myself. Um, I didn't want to create any sort of conflict whatsoever. And so I found myself in a situation at work where everybody was joining a call and it was a small group. There was like, I don't know, four or five of us. And a gentleman came on the call and he was like, hey guys. And he's, he said, you know, I'm actually on a call with, with mostly women. I guess that's probably not an appropriate phrase to say. And two of the women that were on the call said, ah, it's not a big deal, whatever. And I said, actually, you know, hey guys is not inclusive. There are other ways you could say, hey folks, hi all, um, good afternoon, whatever it may be. Like there, there are other ways to greet the group with being inclusive. And we left it at that and that was it. But the more I think about this, the more I recognize that one, 
I'm extremely proud of myself for saying something because even though the individuals who were on the call may not have mind, minded, mind, they didn't care at the time that they were being addressed um, in this way, I do recognize that that by not speaking our truth and by not um, offering an alternate perspective, we were giving permission for not only the individual who said, hey guys, but the other people on the call to continue with that greeting that may have offended others or may have left others who are non-binary um, not to feel included. And so just because your perspective or just because in your perspective, what is being said doesn't offend you, um, I think we need to be more cognizant about the things that people are saying and think more inclusively, inclusively, I think that's a word, about um, other individuals, right? Because what happens when it is something that does bother us? What if nobody ever spoke up for us or we were too shy or I was that version of myself two years ago that would never have said, well, actually, this does matter. And I think it's important, the reason that I say this, one, obviously, this goes far beyond just gender and gender roles. This goes across racism and many other areas where you can, you have a privilege because this experience doesn't um, hit close home, hit close to home to you. And so therefore it doesn't feel as if it matters. But just because it's not something that you're experiencing doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. So I think it's important that we talk about that and that we acknowledge others' experiences. But the whole reason I bring this up is because by this, by embracing this more authentic version of yourself, you'll be able to speak to those things that are you're passionate about that do matter to you instead of stuffing it down and pretending like it's, it's not a big deal. So I just wanted to share that experience because although it may have seemed really insignificant to the others on the call, it was very significant to me. One, because I wanted to speak my truth, but also because I knew that this was an opportunity for me to stick up for other people who um, may have felt discriminated against in the past. So um, just something I wanted to share because I thought it was a really powerful example of the power that you have when you, when you're your more authentic self. <sighs> so in other news, um, that was kind of it that I had for today, but I do want to share, let me close this out here. I do want to share, if you um, haven't heard on prior episodes, I have been in a year-long program to um, strengthen my coaching skills and just my, my intuitive skills in general. And the program has finally come to an end, and I have graduated as a Mana Academy student. And I got my... Doo -doo -doo -doo. I'm gonna to try to show it here. If you're live with me on Facebook, you'll be able to see this. If not, you won't be. Dun, 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 dun. 
I got my certificate in the mail and it's so beautiful. And I'm just super excited because this was a commitment to myself. And I did it. Like I actually committed to something for a year and stuck to it. <laughs> and that may seem um, really insignificant to a lot of people, but to me that is extremely significant because um, one, it was something just for me. And yes, it certainly benefits um, my, any clients that I may have in the future because I have these new skills that I've built that I can now utilize in my sessions. But this was the first time that I've really dedicated myself to something in this way and stuck to it for an entire year. So I was really proud of myself. And I feel like there's so much more I could say, but I think I'm going to hold it for another episode. Because um, there was one other thing that I wanted to share. As a part of this, um, as a part of this process, when I first enrolled, um, we were asked to write a letter to our future selves and kind of say, you know, what do you wish for yourself a year from now? What would you like to see for yourself a year from now? And then that letter was actually mailed back to us with our certificate. So it's really cool to see this letter that's a year old. Um, to read it now to to this version of myself, to have that year old version of myself. Um, and it's really moving and emotional for me personally. But as I read it, I recognize that this isn't just my my wish for myself. This is my wish for everybody, for the world, for all of us going through this this awakening process, for all of us going through everything right now. Um, so I wanted to read it to you and I want to read it to you as if I'm reading it, this version of myself right now, I'm reading it to you, the version of yourself that you are right now and that you can find some wisdom in it to encourage you to keep going on this journey and through this process. So here it is. First off, I'm so proud of you. I know you feel like you've been on this journey for years, years and you are just finding home. But I truly think this is always who you were. Deep down in the depths of your soul, she's laid quietly waiting. You've been cocooned, transforming, decomposing, unbecoming little by little. It's time to set her free, let her wings unfurl. This journey that you've been on has been a hard one, but I look at all you've persevered. Now you're starting a new journey one to help others the way you've helped yourself. I hope you learn the tools needed to help others reach into the center of their souls and gently tug so they too come to know themselves. I hope you continue to take time for yourself, not just a simple day off, but take time to explore, to try new foods, to try new things. Find time to play, play with your kids. They won't be kids forever. Play with who you are you are becoming. Wear different hats and meet new people. Be adventurous with your heart. You've kept it closed for far too long. Share your possessions. Share your joy. Share your hurt. Share your sorrow. Share your wealth, your knowledge, your intuition. Let your soul and your heart be in the front seat. Drive down the highway of love at the intersection of generosity and kindness. You are not weak. 
One day this will ring true for you. You are a strong, amazing woman. You have so much to give this world. Give away your kindness for free, but know your worth. Stand tall in your values, in your values. I hope you learn how to open up your gifts and share them with the world. You have so much to give. Share what you learn along your journey. Be a voice for others who haven't quite found theirs. You'll lead by example and give permission for others to do the same. Connect with your higher self, with spirit, as often as you can. My dream for you is to be able to use your intuition as the lighthouse. Shine light on the fears that are perceived by others. Trust yourself. Trust your instincts, your knowing, what you know to be true for others. Hold the torch to the shadows and be the shepherd in the light. I hope you give yourself space to see clients, to create a business out of your dreams. You deserve to see your dreams come true. I can't wait to watch and see the amazing woman you're about to let yourself be. Inspire and dream. All my love, Carrie. So I hope some of that resonates with you. I hope that you take some of that to heart, that you allow yourself to be whoever it is you're meant to be and give yourself permission to show up as that version of yourself every day. And if you need help finding that version of yourself, if you want to talk about it, if you want to tell me what your blocks are, what you are struggling with, reach out. I want to have a conversation with you. Reach out in the Facebook community, reach out on Facebook or Instagram through the website. I'd love to hear from you. Um, yeah, and last thing I'll share, um, the Patreon group, the tiers are still open. So if that's something that you're interested in, um, there are three tiers for um, monthly membership community and um, that is still open. So if you are interested, um, there is a link in the show notes that I can share with you. Um, and also if you're interested in coaching, definitely reach out as well. I do have um, two seats open for the fall and anything else. Oh yes, one last thing. So. Um, as we are in October and Halloween is fast approaching, I thought it would be super fun if we could share ghost stories or supernatural stories, paranormal stories, whatever we want to call it, um, on Halloween. I thought that would be a super fun episode. I have, um, one very recently that occurred that I'd love to share with you. And what I thought would be super cool, if you want to share it with me and you'll allow me to read it, I would love to also give a shout out to you for submitting your entry. Um, so I thought it would be kind of fun just to read and share about our experiences because the one thing that I've noticed is that anytime I share about um, a psychic paranormal experience, there is an indefinitely somebody who says, well, this one time, <laughs> and I feel like we all have them. We all experience something within our lives that is unexplainable. And I think by normalizing that a little bit, we give ourselves permission to believe in them a little further. So I thought that would be really fun. So um, again, 
Facebook, Instagram, on my website. It's all Soulful Wildflowers. And I would love to hear from you. And I think that is at, that is it for this afternoon. Take care. Enjoy your beautiful day. And I wish you well. Mwah.